Wow. Yeah, it was, it was a little rough, huh? <laughs> Thank goodness we don't have any, um, you know, like, world-famous bagpiping instructors or tutors on the line. That would be bad if they heard that. That'd be horrible if they heard that version of that tune. Hello, everyone. My name is Josh. This is the Chain of Rant podcast. It is the world's worst bagpiping podcast. It's proven by science, as a matter of fact. We have the we have the numbers to back that up. We do. Statistics show that we are the worst. That we are the worst. Absolutely. Uh, right, uh, right ahead of, I guess, Grace Note Vortex. I suppose mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the only ones worse than us, right? Yeah, on the you know on their quarterly show. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, I'm Josh. With me, as always, is my handsome co-host Andy. That's me. And we just want to let everybody know because of our special guest today. In case you're new, tuning into the Channerant podcast, that uh, this is an explicit show with adult themes, uh, bad language. Poor opinions, uh, terrible banter, and really all the things that you don't want. So, if you have sensitive ears, um, this is your chance to turn away. <laughs> and trust go, us. You yeah, do trust not want to listen to this. Go listen to something <laughs> else, and uh, I'll give you five seconds to do so. That'll be five, four, three, two, one. Fuck! Oh. Fantastic. Hey, hold on. I'm getting a text message from the PMRC right now. They, they're trying to shut Fudge. us down. They're trying to shut us down already? <laughs> Hey, Fusco. Yes, sir. Yeah, you know what really uh, itches my bell end? What's that, Josh? It's uh, really, I think, what could be considered the American piping problem. Um, you know, the way competitions are set, the way uh, judging criteria is made. I don't know that we're getting it right. I don't know who is getting it right. But luckily, we have someone on today that I think will help us hash this out. We are going to fix all of bagpipes in America in one hour, one hour or less. on this show. <laughs> Right now. So listen up, people. We're going to fix it. Well, and somebody's going to uh, fix it. Now's a good time to welcome our very special guest, Mr. Andrew Douglas of the Piper's Dojo. Yay! Are you there, What's Andrew? Up, guys? Coming to us live from the Dojo U Studios inside <laughs> of a Toyota Camry. <laughs> yes, he sounds very good. How's yes, it? it's, my, um, it's my mobile studio. Perfect. This episode brought to you by Toyota. Toyota, go there. <laughs> Is that, is that I, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen a Toyota commercial in a while. I'm not sure if that's their slogan or not. Right. I don't know either. I thought our it's show a was good brought- slogan. Yeah. So, Toyota, I'm giving you that one for free. You're welcome, <laughs> you ungrateful cunts. <laughs> I thought the show was brought to you by um, Chanterant.com. Oh, yeah, yeah. Chanterant.com, the uh, world's second worst Chanterant related t shirt store. <laughs> <laughs> so, before we get into everything, I just want to let everybody know you can review the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, MySpace, Fusco's Grinder. You can send us emails, chanterant at gmail.com. Um, we're on a bit of a time crunch today with Mr. Douglas, so we won't be playing any voicemails today, but if you have some for us, we'll play them soon. You can send us uh, recorded messages. I already said that. You can like us on Facebook, Instagram, and or Twitter at Chanterant. And of course, Check out the merch at Chanterant.com. You can get a nice brand spanking new F.U. Joe Brady shirt. Yeah, those ones are selling like hotcakes. They're very popular. Yeah, they're more popular than Joe Brady. <laughs> we're going to run out of those soon. Yeah, we're going to run out any, any day now. That's going to be a limited edition <laughs> item. So uh, if you want your F.U. Joe Brady shirt, you might want to get it soon. <laughs> All right. Andrew, did you get your F.U. Joe Brady shirt yet? I haven't, uh, but I definitely I'm on the train. I was I was not I'm not one of the six, but I'm pretty sure I'm the seventh. Perfect. We may have to change our hashtag because everybody keeps wanting. Everybody to be the keeps saying they're the seventh or the the hateful eight. That was <laughs> one I saw. Yeah. One, yeah. <laughs> um, you're all you're all six. <laughs> you're all six in my eyes. <laughs> yeah, you're all six in our eyes. <laughs> so we can only keep track of six. We can keep track of six fan names at a time. That's yeah, it. That's yeah, that's what our yeah. brains can handle. So. 
Uh, I do want to put out a disclaimer, Josh, today, just um, yeah, before up? we get into the into Andrew's uh, discussion here. And I do want to say that in case our audience notices that I'm a little bit easier on Andrew than I might be any other guest, I do want to state up front that, that I you're do, gay lovers. <laughs> that I do kind of work for him. So uh, As I, a sex life. Exactly. So I might be nicer to him than I might be any other guest. Uh, so just a heads up. I might not. We'll see what happens. We'll see much how the beer goes down. But I'm going to tear him a fucking new asshole. Perfect. So, yeah, as long matter. as one yeah. of us is honest. <laughs> <laughs> as a as a former dojo employee. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So uh, you're yeah. still like you're still status unknown. We never really. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm on. I, I'm on the sabbatical right now. I think. Techni- <laughs> yeah. Technically. Josh, Josh got all set up. He was doing amazing work, and then he was like, "Hey, by the way, uh, I got a new job today." <laughs> so you'll never you'll hey, never hear five. from me again. Hey, I. T- Turned in, uh, I turned in everything that I had on my plate. It was, it's, yeah, it was, it was all were, sexy. Yeah, you still have to bill me for that. I do, I do, but I, not until I tear you new asshole on the show, and then I'll bill you. <laughs> so it may affect yeah. it may affect my rate, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, shameless promotion for uh, Dojo U and the work I was doing over there, if you do not go check out the Piper's Dojo YouTube channel, and especially the vlog section, which I think a lot of those are really cool, and I hope you're filming more of those on your trips this summer. I'm totally not doing that. Um, it's It's like either film a vlog or... Uh, you know, be good enough to make the band. So. Yeah, I've, uh, <laughs> I've experienced that before. <laughs> exactly. So wait, are you telling me it's actually a, there's a question mark on whether you make the band on any given day or I just assume you're kind of automatic. Um, I, I mean, mean, you're uh, front think, row for God's sakes. I thought that's why you I donated think, your kidney to Stuart Little. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, it was all the drinking and he needed a kidney. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, it's always a question, man. It's all like, uh, or it's never a sure thing. And I think uh, certainly a, 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 a nice American person like myself always wants to assume I'm amazing. But uh, <laughs> uh, I'd hate to get that wrong, you know, because because uh, uh, I love playing in the band and I want to be part of what's going on. So, <clears throat> so yeah, it's like, Ed, Josh, you know you know, as well as anybody, like the, the, the vlogs are amazing and filming it is super fun. And then there's the edit, you know? Oh yeah. And to do a good job on the edit is either a lot of money, uh, and, and your editors always run off and get new jobs or (laughs) when you do it yourself or when you do it yourself, it's a solid two hours, you know? So, so during the winter, it's like super fun and usually a great way to kill some time, have a nice, uh, romantic edit with yourself, uh, late at night. Uh, but, uh, during the summer it just gets crazy. And so, so it's hard to do really hard, which is too bad because that's, that's when the stuff happens. I think that people actually want to see, but right. Sure. I think it's, so we all just need to have our own like personal videographers that follow us around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so whatever, it's what everybody, every, uh, traveling Piper needs, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we could afford to hire one, Josh, if people would buy more t-shirts from us. Yeah. So, fucking A. <laughs> Chain or and videographer. Or buy a Piper's Dojo t-shirt, go to their website and buy shirts from Andrew. And then, uh, he can afford to hire his own videographer and provide amazing content for you. Yeah. You get the vlogs back. <laughs> you cheap, cheap <laughs> bastards. The vlog will definitely be back. Um, just, uh, just, just back when it gets really boring and there's nothing to film. Right, back in yeah. Rensselaer, New York, in, uh, across the river or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, real quick. I mean, we, we could do news updates, but we're in a time portal right now. So, yes. should, so are we in the future or the past right <clears throat> now? We're in the 
future right now. Right. Okay. Because the Flagstaff episode that we did last week has already come out. <laughs> <laughs> I say with big air quotes. Right. <clears throat> um, so anyway, Flagstaff was great. It was an amazing, fun time. Thank I you it. to everybody that showed up for the Channerant podcast uh, live from the beer tent. That was fun. Yeah, and all those people that came to the meetup, too. They were awesome. Yeah, and all those chicks that flashed us their boobs. That was crazy. Yeah, that it was a great time. I really enjoyed it. So, uh, maybe I, mean, it, I had so much fun, I almost don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't wait for next year. Um, so I kind of want to, uh, I don't know where Mr. Douglas wants to start on this topic. I kind of want to pass it over to him. I don't know. You guys have to lead me. I don't yeah. know where I want to start. I have either. an idea how to lead this. Can, to at least get us into it. Can lead a Douglas to a Toyota Camry, but you can't make him drink. <laughs> okay. So with today's topic, I was going to ladder it over to Andrew Douglas, but you might be able to lead. Can you drive the bus here a little bit? I know you guys were talking kind of offline about this. I can't. Well, Andrew and I talk very often about problem with american pipe bands so <laughs> and there seems one of to the be, many well there's many but I, I it seems but as uh the pipe major of a lower level pipe band that has a relatively consistent experience with most grade four bands and whatnot uh and probably the same for threes as well but the it seems to be that over here we're doing something that's not the same as over there meaning when we went over there last year it seems like the levels and the consistency of playing and all that sort of stuff was much higher than it is here and i don't know why that is so i figure well we we have andrew here who's a professional piper in every sense of the word um and i'm curious do you do you have any opinions on that what's different here what's different here versus there that makes um, or what, what do we struggle with here? What are we doing wrong that we're not competing over there as well as we could, I think. <clears throat> so, so by over there, you mean like the UK? UK in general, yeah. Yeah, so I mean like, you know, I, I've, I've been around at this point, you know, I've, I've been very blessed to like have experienced a lot of different uh, bagpiping communities, you might say. Um, and I think that's the thing, right? The The thing is is the community. So, um, when, when I was, uh, I guess 13 or so, I went to St. Andrews college in Ontario where Jim McGillivray runs the piping program there. So I spent like five, uh, years up in Ontario, like learning from Jim McGillivray. And I wouldn't say I was heavily involved in the scene there because I would still come home to New York for, uh, for the summer and I'd play with Oren Moore and stuff like that. And then when I, um, you know, when I graduated high school, I moved to Vancouver and I literally lived with Jack Lee for a couple of uh, summers and got involved with the SFU pipe band. And then, of course, I've also, especially now, spent a lot of time in the UK. And, you know, what all these really major communities have in common is, you know, the fact that they are very major, big communities that are fairly tightly knit geographically. Um, and they have a legacy of, you know, loving the bagpipes and, okay. and, uh, you know, and then, and then the UK, especially right now is just, um, um, it's just on fire with all the kids programs. And, and, um, if you think it's good now, wait till you see it in 10 years, it's going to be, um, it's going to be out of control. And I think. I think it's frustrating because, uh, in the USA, we're just not, um, we're not even on that same wavelength, right? Like I think, I think, um, there's too many big fish 
that love their tiny little ponds and and we seem to be sort of in a, in a big stalemate there you know where where not a whole lot is moving forward and it's too bad it's it's sort of my uh it's sort of my mission and a little bit of my obsession is you know uh to try and figure out how to solve that problem because i'd like to see um some sort of scene in the USA or in parts of the USA that that are really relevant on on the world scene. Um, and I think what I mean by that, just to clarify, is just as far as high level of play and um, and having a voice in the in the future of the instrument a little bit. So would you chalk it up to there's two things you said that stood out to me. One, ego and two, geographics. Is that is it one or the other? A little of both? Is there more to it than that? It seems like it's, you know, you're hinting at like, you know, people can't come together to make it work. Is that kind of what you're saying as far as? Uh, it's not that they can't. I, I just don't know or how. choose not to, I, just, I guess. Yeah, I think there's a lot of choosing not to that goes on. And um, it's a hard thing, right? It's a hard thing to, uh, to not choose that, um, you know. When you have a, when you have an okay thing going on that's yours, it's really hard to give that up, uh, for the sake of doing something better. Um, it's a really hard thing to do. Okay. Uh, I've, I've tried to put my money where my mouth is there, you know, uh, in my career and, and, and tried to do that. Um, and, uh, it's very, very difficult. It's, I don't think you can really blame anybody, but, but that's the problem that I think we have to figure out how to solve is, um, you know, how do we, how do we build, you know, it's for me, it's more about just building the, trying to build the super community. Um, I think, I mean, even on your show, right. It's like, how do we make our band better? How do we make our band better? Mm -hmm. I think to me, it's like, uh, I get it. You want to make your band really good, but, um, but I think I have a hunch we're asking the wrong questions. Um, and the, the question we, we really need to ask first is like, how do we, you know, how do we get together as a community of people that really like bagpipes and make that something that actually sticks? Because, uh, that, you know, that's the thing. For example, in Albany, there's, there's, uh, how many bands do you think there are? 10 bands, maybe less now. Um, but like, there's never a, a social night or a, a Kaylee or, a Peabrock club or anything, right? Like everybody's in their own little tiny pond mm -hmm. insist, insisting that, that their way is the way. Uh, <laughs> well, and it's and also, <clears throat> if I, I mean, it's also more of a cultural thing over there. Like everybody's into piping and drumming and the people that are into it all interact with each other a lot. In the UK, you mean? In the UK. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have that here. Absolutely. The most so, interaction yeah. we get is like, in our comment section on Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> so why are pipe bands enemies in the U S why, why does it turn into that? How does that happen? It's population. It's population and population density. Right. So, so in the UK, right. Uh, like right now, let, let's talk about pipe bands, not so much solos. Right. Sure. But in the pipe band scene in the UK, like I'm just, I'm just speculating here, but if there's 214 bands that are going to play at the world's, probably 150 of them are from the UK. Right. Right. So, uh, anybody got a calculator? Like what's 150 times, uh, an average of 25 people. 
Uh, there you go. Seven like, million math. and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. It's a it's a lot. Yeah. Like just picture that. Picture how many people that is. And so like the the um, super motivated, super talented cream rises to the top, and uh, and then and then everybody sort of like fits in somewhere there naturally and organically because you have that critical mass. Right. Like how many, how many pipers and drummers are floating around the immediate Las Vegas area within driving distance of a weekly practice? Uh, two. <laughs> 50, maybe. Yeah. Maybe 50 people. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Maybe it's more like 35 or something. Yeah. Like barely enough for one band. And that would be, that would be in the situation where, uh, everybody was at the exact same like state of motivation and interest right. and ability level. Right. And so like, you know, that's, um, you know, that's a challenge. I don't know how to, I don't know how to solve that. Uh, in, in Albany, you know, where I ultimately settled, um, I, I moved to this area, um, to get back involved with the Oren Moore pipe band in, in 2008. Um, but in this area, there's probably more than that. There's probably within driving distance of Albany, like within a, let's say a 90 minute radius, uh, there's probably 250 people that play bagpipes. Okay. You know, so, uh, but uh, you know, and that's probably, uh, maybe it's more, but, but that's sort of the thing, right? And, and at times it's ballooned out a little bit. I think right now it feels, it certainly feels the smallest and most meager that it's been, uh, in this area. Um, but, but, but that, that makes it slightly easier to develop slightly higher level bands because you have that focused population of people that can actually get together and do stuff. Sure. Um, so, so yeah, that's the challenge. I, I mean, uh, the UK, uh, the UK, probably including Ireland uh, is only a little bit bigger than New York state. Uh, and, and it probably I'm speculating, but probably, you know, and then if you, uh, sorry, I, I met Scotland, I met Scotland and Ireland are probably the, roughly the size of New York state. And then in Scotland, I'm, I'll take a stab that 80% of the population is in that Glasgow, Edinburgh, sterling corridor right um so that's so many pipers in one space sure so the fact that we're so spread apart in the u.s well i guess how can we look at canada as a model because they have something similar they're a big ass country i mean granted there's a lot of people in vancouver obviously but nova scotia cannot be that big of a population and they're still pretty successful so uh, well, like, let's, what's um, different I, about Canada to us that makes them, or even Australia? Um, look at Australia for Christ's sakes. <laughs> so, New so let's uh, let's take Nova Scotia out for a second, right? Let's uh, let, we'll we'll talk about that in a second. Toronto is a huge metropolitan area, you know, uh, populated heavily by um, by immigrants from Scotland and Ireland, right? So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there, I think there's been a foundation of a community there for a long time. Uh, there certainly have been some absolutely legendary pipers who have ended up in that area. Mm-hmm. And then, and then they, um, there's a lot of them who have a great time playing bagpipes and, and they've built that community and sustained it well, uh, for a long time. 
Um, and then, and then Vancouver is the same way. Vancouver is a highly focused, uh, you know, area with, with, um, quite a few people who have executed at a very high level. Obviously Jack and Terry Lee come to mind. Uh, but you know, but there's also, uh, the triumph street pipe band, like, like from the old days and there's a, um, yeah, the new one's total series. shit. <laughs> well, uh, no, it's not. I mean, uh, <laughs> we, yeah, there you have it, ladies and way, gentlemen, right? we have Andrew Douglas on record, um, <laughs> saying that the new Dalco <laughs> triumph street band <laughs> sucks. A bag that's, of dicks. Um, that's, that's funny. That's funny. You dick. Uh, so, <laughs> where I was going with that is where, uh, where I was going with that was, you know, uh, before there was the SFU and the Triumph Street, you know, uh, two powerhouse grade one bands, uh, you know, from North America that qualify for the final on a regular basis. But before that, there was a whole nother generation of great bands. Um, and, and we would, uh, I think we would know more about that. It's just they were great at the time that, you know, Strathclyde Police was dominating. Uh, but, you know, there's, there's like little, nuggets of information you pick up on every now and then like you know uh Strathclyde police always won but sometimes there were these bands from bc that were like winning the piping or winning the drumming uh triumph street won the worlds in drumming a long time ago and and so i guess my only point is there's there's a uh, long lasting legacies of big communities here that's a good point uh, so yeah. and then and then uh just to go over to nova scotia right that that seems to be uh, that seems to be like not a huge metropolitan area. Right. But, but remember like Nova Scotia, that's where everybody landed during the clearances. Right. And all that sorts of, all that sort of fun, um, all that sort of fun Scottish history. So like, that's where Gaelic people went was to Nova Scotia. And so like, so they might be, I, I, so, uh, you could easily make the argument that's the richest, uh, community and the most vibrant musical community pertaining to Gaelic music that there is because uh, it's so like deeply connected to facts. The homeland. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. To like, that's like the heavy duty history, man. Like people, people had to leave their homeland and, and like a huge focused uh, group of them ended up in Nova Scotia and, and rebuilt like community. And I'm sorry for totally ruining for anybody who actually knows their history. I'm sorry for totally ruining that. But, um, <laughs> but our, can, our listeners yeah, do not yeah, know, know anything. They don't know anything. They're about a bunch that. of drunk idiots. Well, that's definitely like, I definitely <laughs> want to pick up on some ideas of um, one. I think that I think there's a very interesting conversation to be had about the population <laughs> difference when we talk about uh, the issues facing American bands. And I mean, especially obviously being selfish, we're going to talk about what we face here in uh, sunny Las Vegas. But before we do that, we are going to go to a quick message from this episode's sponsors. Oh, this, this episode of the Chanterant podcast brought to you by the Chanterant store. Buy all your great Chanterant gear and t-shirts and even tape tops for the ladies. It's a hot one out there at this world pipe band competition, so don't forget to head to chanterant.com and buy yours today. <laughs> Pride. Dedication. Bagbites. 
Piper'sDojo.com Feel the dojo. Good. All right, perfect. So we got the ads done. Brilliant. All right. So <laughs> he couldn't hear the music. He so couldn't he, hear the music. He has he just, no idea yeah, what I'm doing. Over here. doing that stupid yeah. thing. So uh, let me go back to the notes. All right. All right. So and we are back. I definitely, on. even without the even without the music, I I have an erection. So. <laughs> perfect. All right. So you want to come back in? Yep. Uh, off the commercials. Off the commercials. All right. All right go ahead. So before the break, we were talking, uh, and Andrew was talking at length, Andrew Douglas, about the, you know, population differences, some of the, like, the saturation of pipers and drummers, and even just on the East Coast versus over here. And while while he was talking about that, I actually took the time to look up some numbers. And I know our, our audience is not a big fan of numbers, because they can't even count how many drinks they've had <laughs> in an evening, much less, <laughs> num- you know, past 10, essentially. Apparently, they can't count past six. Can't count past six. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> But I did, I was, I was looking at it and so for, I guess, to make us feel better about what seems like our player drought here, specifically in Las Vegas, the state of Nevada that we live in, I don't know if for our international listeners, Nevada is a state that Las Vegas is in. It's a big <laughs> desert. It's next to California. Next to California. <laughs> it's, it's in between the, the gays and the Mormons, like essentially. <laughs> and, uh. It, Nevada, the state of Nevada is 1.17 times bigger than the entire United Kingdom. Okay. Just just land mass. Land mass, gotcha. Land okay. mass. The UK population is 65 million people, give or take. Yep. And the population of Nevada is 2.9 million people. I'm sorry, of uh, Las Vegas. No, no, no. No, no, no. Be, that's got to be No, Nevada. that'd be Nevada. That'd be yeah. Nevada. All of Nevada is about 2.9 million people. Okay. So I guess we're a lot farther apart here. <laughs> <laughs> well, doesn't New York City have like 30 million people? Is that correct, Andrew? Something like that? I don't know. I don't uh, I don't associate with those city people. Yeah, so the, New York downstaters. New York City <laughs> it says 8.5 million in 2016. Oh, okay. okay. So that's two years I'm old just, numbers, but I'm just kidding. I, I love all I love everyone from the city. Sure. Yeah, also also as we mentioned on the last podcast or a couple podcasts ago, it's just called, that's what everybody thinks of when they think of New York. It's not yes. downstate New York. Listen, I, I talked to a lot of people you and they asked me where I'm hicks. from. No, 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 no. When people ask me where I'm from, I specifically have to say upstate New York or they will assume New York. Even when I say that, they still assume New York City. There's, there's, there's it's different people. It's different. Yeah. <laughs> New York City, hip, urban, lots of people, <laughs> art, culture, upstate New York, uh, people married to their cousins and shit. Exactly correct. Exactly correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so so back to the question. So what was your pop- point? My my point there is like yeah, like realistically, if nothing else, assuming all other factors are e- equal, which they aren't, they're not based on culture. But sure. even assuming all that shit goes away, just the sheer number of fucking people all crowded together in that little place would make more bands. Okay. Now, that doesn't help us with the American piping problem. Okay, so let me just throw this out at, at you, because this is curious. So, New Zealand, we know, has a very good uh, bagpiping culture, right? They have how many grade one bands? Three? Three that I can think of. Andrew, would you know? Is there three or four? I believe there's three. But uh, Good grade one bands, you mean? Uh, just grade one bands in general. But Yeah, I don't know, but it's a big number. Yeah, and they have 
total population of the entire country is 4.6 million people. Yeah, but there's fuck all to do in New Zealand. That's true. So what, well, <laughs> what is the big factor difference? That's what I'm curious about. Like, I'll tell you what it is. I can tell you what it is. What's the difference? Uh, uh, Australia and New Zealand, isn't that where they like sent all of the bagpipers that were bad? Yeah, they sent all, <laughs> of, the, all of the bagpiping criminals went to Australia. And the ones that wanted to escape from the giant man-eating spiders swum over to New Zealand. <laughs> but uh, isn't that where the bad piper comes from? New Australia? The guy with the flaming bagpipes that does that horrible ACDC rendition? Piece of shit. <laughs> so when you say bad pipers, Andrew, you mean literally bad pipers were sent to Australia. Like, like that's where they sent the prisoners and stuff. I mean... Uh, <laughs> so why are they good at uh, pipes, though? That does- One of these days we're going to read a headline where it's like, man blows arm off with flaming bagpipes. And I don't know if I'm going to hope it's him more or fucking Randall. I'm not oh. sure who I want to get their arm blown off first. <laughs> Definitely Randall. <laughs> My <laughs> The Las Vegas guy that's apparently that, a big deal got, on the internet right now. just got deported. Did, yeah, the kid yeah. that oh, got deported. I, Did you guys hear, hear I about I know that? that guy. I know that guy. That guy, he and I are tight. He thinks that yeah, Fuss goes in bed with the mob. Oh, yeah. You've got a great story about this. He wrote to you about me, complaining about me, didn't he? Oh, oh my God. I wish uh, if we get another pause, I'll dig it up. It's <laughs> yeah, amazing. Yeah. Okay. Well, while, we, while you're digging that up, I will tell my story. Because I had <laughs> I had a good story when I first met this fucking knob. <laughs> this kid is a knob. So we guaranteed. I fucking meet this guy. And I meet him at the Las Vegas Highland Games, which, for those of you playing along at home, I frequent from time to time. And I'm driving around um, with uh, the the lady I was with at the time mm-hmm. in in my golf cart doing my doing my directory things, you know, getting shit done. Mm-hmm. And emptying, this emptying trash, yeah, emptying trash usually. And this motherfucker walks up to me, and I'd never met the guy before, so I'm like, who the fuck is this guy walking up to me wearing my band's fucking kilt, mind right. you? Right. Like he's he's all in the blues. Yeah, I remember. And I'm like, hey, like, what's up? And he's like, oh, hey, turns to my girlfriend at the time who's in the cart with me. He's like can I get your number? And I was like, lean out. I'm like, you most certainly fucking cannot. (laughs) (laughs) You weirdo. (laughs) And this kid, uh, a kid, he's, he was 25 at the time. He, he acts like a kid. I'm like, no, you cannot. He's one of those people. Psycho. He's one of those people with his eyes a little too close together. If you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I've had it. I've had it. I've gotten into it with this kid a couple times. (laughs) Yes, you have. (laughs) Oh, he's a special boy. Yeah. Ryan, Ryan Randall. Oh yeah, man. I found, you found it. found it. Yeah, you should definitely read that. Um, um, like I don't remember. <laughs> they, they deported him from a country. I I almost had to inject him from the fucking games for trying to start a fight with somebody. And I'm like, well, what did the guy look like? And he's like, he's wearing a big stupid fucking pith helmet and had a GoPro on his chest. I was like, I know who it is. <laughs> yep, he's the one kid that showed up to <laughs> a game yeah, with a pith helmet with on. a fucking pith helmet and a GoPro on. Yep, that sounds like him. Also, a street performer in Las Vegas. It still is, as far as I know. But anyway, Andrew, did you find it? I don't remember the context, and and this is not the only message I got from this guy. So I suppose to give a little bit of generic background, like we do a lot of stuff on Facebook with the dojo, and and needless to say, the crazies come out to play on bagpipe posts, right? Oh, absolutely. We've we've, uh, <laughs> we've received that. Yeah, we've been there. And so anyway, like something about so so the previous message, I'm pretty sure it's from him. Uh, it, I can only see it because I, I sent this screenshot to you, Fusco, right. when he sent it to me. Mm-hmm. Like, so the previous message is something uh, about being pipers because it's not real army and we are all there as volunteers. I think that pipe major should be suspended by Wuspaba. Um, uh, and, and then whatever. And then here, this is the good part. <laughs> Andy Fusco. I'm just reading. I have not screened this. So no, read it. I don't out. care. <laughs> yeah, just go for it. Andy. 
Andy Fusco from the Las Vegas Pipe Band should be suspended by Wuspaba. He also has an agreement with the city to not allow any other pipe band to even exist in Vegas. That's why they're called Las Vegas' premier pipe band. The Italian mafia... This gets better. The Italian mafia <laughs> still runs Vegas. And the fire chief, Eric... Uh, I won't finish yeah, his yeah. name. That's fine. But uh, And the fire chief... I, I know Eric because when I was there... Um, yeah, he, he plays in the band with us as well. Oh, and you and know about his deep chief, mom Eric, connections. <laughs> Yeah, and are all working together in a cons- conspiracy together so that there will be only one pipe band. America is a place for equal opportunity, but not in <laughs> Vegas. The casinos are the only ones who pay taxes in the state, and the state is where the cops get their paychecks. So the cops work for the... Uh, and then uh, the, the screenshot gets cut off from there. But, uh, <laughs> oh, shit, Fosco, he found us out. Yeah, he figured <laughs> it out, man. He's, he's on to us. <laughs> yes, I, I, know, I know the mayor personally, and I told her to put a stop to all of the pipe bands except ours. Uh, and, uh, you yeah. know, in the Italian, makes sense. My, my last name is Italian, so that does all make sense. Yeah, no, it all, it, it all <laughs> comes together. This kid used to say, oh he, my he God. used to think that the cops had it out for him specifically. Like they had, um, I don't know what you call it, like a contract out for him. Cause he's a street performer and there's lots of street performers that cause lots of issues in Vegas. Oh, huge and they would the just ass. harass the shit out of him. But he's the type he of kid. Always, he was always playing where you weren't fo- supposed he to He would always go where you're supposed be to be. He'd performing. play inside a casino and, we you do not do that. No, like, they will fuck. They you will up. tackle you. <laughs> like you don't do that unless you have permission. And he would just do whatever he wanted. He just didn't care. And and he thought like it was like a conspiracy. The, man, it's every time every time I break the law, these fucking cops are right. <laughs> they're just on my ass, dude. It does what not, is going on? It does not surprise me at all that he got deported because he's probably standing there like, what do you mean? I have a right to work. And dude, like, the best thing is no, they could have. <laughs> the best thing is if they could have deported him on a boat and then halfway back home just sunk the fucking thing. <laughs> Then he would have had to send fucking Andrew Douglas a text message about how the goddamn ocean's conspiring against his lungs. <laughs> oh, it's classic. I love that kid. Yeah, well, not really. But fuck. I love him so much. I just want to squeeze him to death. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing. I appreciate you looking that up, That's dude. A good yeah, one. what a. I, I think I did, yeah. I. did I have that on the that show? That was a classic. Yeah, I mean that that guy's just what a fucking tool. <laughs> So, um, I have a question for you, Andrew. We got way off track. <laughs> yeah, well, that's normal. For <laughs> it us, happens. But, yeah, um, but that was a good one. That was a good. <laughs> that was a good tangent. So, how? It, okay, let's say we, use, we started over. Let's just say we a nuclear bomb. Trump sets off a nuclear bomb and it blows up all the associations. Let's just, <laughs> it let's only, just assume that. it only targets it only targets associations. Right? Else is fine. And we had to start over, right? Uh, pipe band wise and whatnot how would how what would it look like in your opinion to set up a new system to create value for the competitors in a in a pipe band and or soloist situation let's assume we could start from scratch if we could i don't know man like um it's a that's a difficult question to answer but i think i think where my mind goes with that is like we got to stop making systems like what I, I I'm sure there was a time when you know forming a pipe band association was definitely the best thing to do, but I just don't see like I see it causing more you know like I think it, I see it causing more issues than than benefits in so many ways, mm-hmm. especially now like especially where we are, and and uh, just 
just to sort of like caveat that, like, I don't think there's anybody involved. I don't think there's a, well, I won't say that. I, I think there are very few people involved in the USPBA that, that don't honestly like have, have the best intentions. Sure. Uh, you know what I mean? And that want to see piping be the best it can be, but it's just, um, it's just a mess. Right. And, and, um, even in the really functional pipe band associations, I think that's the case. It's, it's a government like any other government. It's very slow moving and, um, and there are people involved and, and, uh, you know, it's difficult, especially in, in like hobby related governments, it's difficult not to offend people. And it's, uh, it's difficult to deal with everybody's different egos and objectives and agendas and so, like, I don't know, I'll, I'll give a question back to you, which would be, what do we need associations for? We You're asking us? Yeah, we don't. <laughs> yeah. We don't need them at all. <laughs> we would argue yeah, like, that we don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, like, to me, to me, it's no coincidence. And I mean this, like, I don't mean this to be disrespectful. I'm sure, uh, I, I'm sure it'll be interpreted that way by some people. Well, we have a lot but, of sensitive people. Well, involved in a, involved in a lot of these groups. They are artists levels. after yeah. all. Yeah, you know. Uh, but to me, it's no coincidence that uh, by far the biggest, uh, most significant, most impactful event for solo piping in North America is an unsanctioned event. It's not sanctioned by any association. Which and, one? And, is, which and, one is that? Like, like, can you guess which one I'm referring to? I cannot. The biggest one in the U.S. or the North America, did you say? North America. Biggest, most significant solo uh, piping and drumming competition. Solo, you said. Yeah. It's the, is it the Metro Cup? No, oh, oh, no, no. Go with, Winter Storm, maybe? Winter Storm, for oh, sure. okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. You know, hun- hundreds of people. There's, there's a, what was it, like 55 people in the professional light music oh, right. at Winter Storm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. These are people getting on an airplane to fly somewhere to compete in North America. It's totally wild. It's wildly successful, uh, and it's totally unsanctioned. It's just a group of people that were like, why don't we get a bunch of amazing world champions together and have them judge some competitions and teach some workshops? Uh, that's amazing. And uh, just to tie it back to the community theme, right? Over the years, you know, people go back to Winter Storm because there's like this little uh, pop-up community that happens every year. Super fun. You know, people have drinks and uh, frivolities together, but they're also like like having a blast it's like the uh, Olympic Village of piping and drumming. <laughs> I know. Kind of. Just yeah. everybody, everybody's think, fucking everybody. I was going to say it's like Comic-Con yeah. only in Kansas City. Well, they hand out free, <laughs> they have, hand out free condoms, right? That's very important. <laughs> Yeah, that that would be a good uh, thing for the suggestion box for Winter Storm. <laughs> free t- free <laughs> Winter Storm branded condoms. Those are like LSD uh, and like Grateful Dead. And- granted, if Fusco wore one, it would it would only get to Wint. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to read uh, the whole the whole name of the event. <laughs> what are those? Um, what are those little tacos in a tube that you get from the Seven Eleven? What are those things called? Oh, taquito. Taquito. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that's like the uh, that's the. Winter storm version of LSD, I think. Just, <laughs> <laughs> they have to like stock up on those things when uh, pipers come to town. So how did that thing become so freaking successful? Because who wants to fly to goddamn Kansas City in the middle of January? And, I mean, you know, is it just the judges' draw that pulled that that made that happen? I mean, how did that become so popular? It took a while, but I, I think that'd be a I think that'd be a great show for you guys to do. 
Um, I could not do the history of the event justice, but, uh, but talk about, you know, people doing really good things in American piping, you know, get, get Beth or Cliff or Kresge or one of those guys on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be a great discussion. That way we could. Have. I mean, we were trying to plan one out here, but uh, Desert Storm didn't really <laughs> didn't really mix too well with our audience. Yeah, <laughs> some people took offense to us, and, and the name. URL was already taken. <laughs> 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 oh Jesus Christ! Oh, but boy. we were we were going to do our uh, Chanter Rant Invitational inside Sapphire. <laughs> it's the strip club. Yeah, yeah. the strip club. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Um, absolutely, man. So <laughs> there it is. I mean, you have it all. Fig- you have you have it all figured out. Like, I mean, if there's a solution to the American pipe band dilemma, it's uh, that there aren't any contests in strip clubs. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're welcome, America. Chanarant just fixed yet another <laughs> global pipe band problem. Here, here we go, solving the problems, that- solving the problems of the world, one episode at a time, Fusco. <laughs> I love it. By episode 100, we'll have nothing left to talk about, aside from how great everything is. We'll have to change the name of the show. <laughs> and then we can retire, yeah. and Grace No Vortex can... And Grace No Vortex should be... They should be putting out episode 9 by then, I think. By yeah. by episode 100 of the Channerant podcast? Yeah, they'll get there. Yeah, they'll get there. <laughs> They're very cute. So, going backing up a bit. So, we, we kind of glossed over um, when Andrew asked us the question of what do you think is the... Perp- like, why do we need pipe band associations and you and i both immediately responded see you next week same bad time same bad station